My mom is the grim reaper of dogs. Like, she will come to people's house and be like, that dog needs to go. And she'll be like, I'll take him. I'll take him and I'll put when that dog down. They're hobbling. They're suffering. She's like, dogs yeah, have such she has a high no, pain threshold. They're in a lot of pain if they act like they're in pain. Yeah, she has no, like, it's a, it's a, um, it's kind uh, of, a, it's a, it's a empathy, empathy thing. thing. For yeah, I think that animals. she, it's a human, like, you know, uh, that needs to be put out of its misery. Mm. Whew. All right. I think we're rolling. I think, I, I, think I feel actually pretty down. cool. Yeah, pretty cool. I'm better. I've stopped. I think the hot flash is starting to Maybe go away. Maybe the soup so. wasn't a good idea right before. And well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, doesn't matter. it really okay. doesn't matter. No. Let's take a cool shot then. We're about to. So, hey, friends. Um, this is Living the Midlife. I'm Micah. I'm Andrea. And we're going to have conversations over cocktails, talking about all kinds of things about life today. Maybe a little heavy. So get your Kleenex. <laughs> Kleenex. <laughs> Kleenex. I have a Kleenex. Kleenex. <laughs> or Kleenex. Uh, That'll I, be the next episode. It'll be Halloween. It'll be the Kleenex. After every victim. Today is yeah. Kleenex. Kleenex. I say it right? Yes. yes. Okay. We have Lauren, our keeper of time yes. and producer with all the gadgets. Yes, I've showed up and brought my gadgets. Thank you. Thank I'm going to move your that. shot over so it doesn't fall off the table. Okay. And again, we have the lovely Joanna with us today. Thanks for having me back. Yes. So have you back because we're going to talk about a couple different things. So this episode, we're going to start with a shot because we're going to need it. Mm-hmm. And Joanna made us one. Yeah. This is? This is a red-headed slut, people. Ooh. Everybody likes a red-headed I'm slut. strictly on the redhead. Yes. So. <laughs> or just a slut in general. Mm-hmm. So cheers. Mm. And that oh, is so Jaeger. Mm-hmm. And um, Red, Bull. Red Bull and cranberry juice. Mm. I liked it. Kind of like, like a bomb, but... That's pretty good. It was yeah. delicious. That's really good. I yeah, think we should like have made it. a big there's one, more, not a baby one. Well, there's right. some more in the shaker over there. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, I think we'll have to get some more of that. Shake, shake, shake. <laughs> shake, shake, shake. Okay. So today we have Joanna with us again. We invited her back because she's so sweet and bubbly and she's one of my dear friends. We're going to talk about resilience. And so life has a funny way, right, of testing us. Um, we're constantly presented with obstacles, and we have to find a way to overcome them. So there's resilience. Yes. And obstacles can range from a bad relationship, financial problems, death of a loved one. There are lots of hardships, and we all have them in this life. You're not going to get out of this life without them. Mm-mm. But it's really about the choices that we make. You can either be a victim give up or pull on your big girl panties and face the issues and move on, right? Yep. So I think, Andrea, you had some stuff about resilience. Oh, I was just was just looking up some things, and it, um, I found, uh, which fits Miss Joanna here to a T, um, this uh, Mind Cafe I was reading talks about three traits of highly resilient people. And the first one is acceptance. Uh, when you learn to see reality for what it is, um, Happiness and success depend on the ability to see reality for what it is, not what you wish it to be or wish that it was or what you're afraid it will be. And purpose, the power of clarifying your highest values. When you're clear about your values and purpose, you'll never lack motivation and strength. And flexibility, the uncanny ability to be flexible and when circumstances change. And this is a great quote. I love this. 
If insanity is trying the same thing over and over without success, then flexibility is the heart of sanity. That is good. And I wouldn't say that Joanne is probably in that pattern. No. Uh, no, You know, because a lot of times you think about that pattern as people who are maybe in like a a really bad situation. Right. No. (laughs) You know what I think of is like there's, um, when you talk about like, acknowledging what really is that's kind of the sign of maturity like in therapy like we can blame our parents for stuff but it's like at the end of the day it's not your fault that your parents fucked you up it's a but it is your problem (laughs) so you just kind of just get get over it and move Mm -hmm. on you know Mm -hmm. um yeah i think when we talk about miss joanna's situation that she went through these traits i think are probably what really helped her succeed to get through that. And I know everyone's like, oh my God, what happened to Joanna? What is it? What is it? What, what is, is it? it? And it's a story you're not going to believe. Right. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I kind of got, I show up with mics and get ambushed with whatever the I top know. of the drawer is. So yes. I was like, uh, and I can't wait. Joanna has a wonderful marriage. She has wonderful kids. She has this great family. Uh, we talked last time about her work ethic and just how she's a go-getter. And she is resilient. Mm-hmm. Like no matter... Everything that's happened in her life, you know, she's like, I got this. I'm pulling on my big girl panties and I got it. Ladies, I'm going to like cry before we even get started. I'm like really having a hard time over here. I'm not, okay. I'm not even. Okay. It's going to be fine. Because I don't know why. It, when we talk about this with anyone else, I get, I'm, I can joke about it. I can drink about it. But something, um, Mike and I went through it together and yes. it, it is more it's traumatic emotional. to that's okay. To deal with it with you because we just don't talk about it. We don't. We haven't talked I about it really. Sorry, I'm already losing You're fine. It. <laughs> we haven't talked breath. about it in a long talk time. Talk about resilience. Yeah. Well, let's get my shit together here. <laughs> That's overrated. Oh. Maybe you should grab the Kleenex oh, box. It's the okay, Kleenex. Man. Look at the Kleenex box. Kleenex. Kleenex. That's it. Again. I keep you, saying that. I'll okay. go get some Kleenex. No, no, no. no. I'm going to be good. I'm going to okay. pull it together. Don't worry. I got it. Okay, we got this. So this is a story. This is a story the two of us shared together. Of course, Joanna got the bad part of it, and I just happened to be there as a bystander. Right. Um, how many years ago was it? It was seven years ago. Seven years ago. Yeah, I had a newborn baby, so it's like, very easy to remember. She was like eight day. months old? No, she was three months old. Three months old. Oh, she gosh, little. yes, because I remember she was in the carrier. She was sleeping in the carrier because she didn't sleep well. Oh, she my God, yeah, that would, that would be a car seat yes. little thing. Yeah, she was a horrible sleeper, and this was my first night away as a mom, which is a big deal when you get to have your first night away. Mm-hmm. It was my second baby, so I was a little bit more like, see, girl, I'll mm-hmm. see you. I'll see you over the you well, know, your the sister weekend. was staying. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. It was girls, fine. I was so. like, bye. We'll see you later. Yeah. So we went to Houston. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are from Texas, or maybe you're not from Texas, they have a big thing. It's the uh, Houston Stock Show Rodeo and Chili Cookoff. It's pronounced Houston. Oh my god! I don't think so. I'm from there. That's how we say it. Houston. Houston. Well, I used to not like that place, and I still don't. That's true. I don't. Yeah, oh, Lordy, it took a while to, to go back. Well, it happened in Houston, oh, my, my friend. Did. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. So we had there were three couples. Yeah. And one of our couple friends lives in the Houston area, and we had tickets. So they have like all these big tents and yeah, chili cook-off. It's so huge. Fun. We had bought tickets to this private event where Charlie Robson was playing, who's one of my exes and I. It was our favorite mm-hmm. country singer, Texas Red Dirt. He's pretty great. He's great. And so this was just like in a big tent. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an auditorium. No, it was like it was like small. 100 people, if 100 people. We, we were right there in front of yep. them. 
And it was caught such the drum, a great... Caught the drumstick. You caught the drumstick. Yeah. I caught a guitar pick. Yeah. It was, it was a good a night. Great it night. was a fun night. It was great until it wasn't. Until it didn't. So, so we had a fabulous time, and we were staying in a hotel, and we were walking to our hotel. Mm-hmm. So late at night, had some drinks, walking back to our hotel. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. We're going through a parking lot at Fiesta, Texas, and the guys are in front of us. It's just the four of us, us two couples. Yes. The other couple... They went a different way, and they felt like they knew... I don't know what happened. They I don't know if they off. had a car, right. or if they Something. Ubered, or yeah. I don't remember. We were walking to the hotel. Just point of clarification, that was Astro World, baby. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget, Fiesta Texas is in San Antonio. No, 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 no. This, no, was, this no, was like no, a Fiesta, is a, like a Fiesta, fiesta supermarket. supermarket. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I yeah, thought yeah. you meant like the, the Six Flags. No, oh, no, no, no. Like no, this is like okay. a grocery store. Grocery store. The Fiesta oh, grocery yeah. store. The restaurant. The, yeah, the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. The grocery yeah. store. Yes. Giant yes. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're yeah. walking through that big, big, huge, empty parking lot towards our hotel. 12 o'clock at night, no one's, yes. I mean, the grocery store's still open, but no one's buying groceries at midnight. Is this the one on I-45 South? No, I have I no idea know. where this is. We don't it's know It's close from. to where the radio, close, rodeo like, was. <laughs> in, between, in between there and the Holiday Inn. That's <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're directionally challenged. Yeah, this is what got us into this predicament. Right. No. Well, yeah. we were no, wanted it did. food. No, we it did. wanted food. The boys ditched us and went to They were to way ta- ahead of they us. They left us and went to Taco Cabana. And we were being like, we don't really know where we're going. And we're, we're... talking to the security guard yeah. in a little golf cart. Yeah. So I'm talking to the security guard in the golf cart. And I wander up a little bit because I was like trying to catch up with the guys, I think. I don't really know exactly how this all went down. So maybe you know you were, better than I. I was farther away from you. I wasn't right next to you. You weren't right next to me, but you weren't super was like far away. Two, You're a few parking yeah, spots away, away from mm-hmm. me because he was stopped. I was talking to him. Yep. You weren't that far. The mm-hmm. guys, I don't even know where they were. They were at the Taco Cabana already. Yeah, I think they were in line. Mm-hmm. Oblivious to where we were, apparently. Hmm. So I'm standing there and I'm talking to the security guard mm-hmm. and I hear a blood curdling scream. It's like you, you've never heard before. And when I turn around, I see a car driving back over Joanna. Yep. So they had already driven over her. That's mm-hmm. the scream I heard. Yep. When I turn back around, I see the car go back over her. Mm-hmm. She had bent over because the drumstick was in your boot, yeah. right? Drumstick was in my boot, and I think I bent over, and the girl didn't see me. You're- I don't know what I was honestly like. That part is very. I remember seeing you. I remember the act of it happening. Like I don't know what happened, and then I remember I'm under the car, and I remember us all screaming to stop. Mm-hmm. Because I'm under the car, mm-hmm. and then she ran me back over because mm-hmm. she thought I don't know. She ran. I don't know what she thought. She maybe she thought she got stuck on something. Something, and so <laughs> she ran me over again. Yeah. So that. Oh my God. But the it's the fact. I mean, I I can see you perfectly. And I then can see you, and it, and it's like I can see the car, right? I can, and then I can. Hear I don't know you. what that first hit was, and then the second hit was like very much like. Oh, oh shit! God. I am being run over again. Yes, and it was right. It was in it. I joke because I say, "Well, luckily I'm super short because my head didn't hit the second wheel, so I never really was run over on my head." Technically, yes. can we stop for a second? Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, this is nuts. It's story. crazy. It's a horrible. See, yeah. but you know, it's funny. Not funny. This what, is not funny at all. You can say it however you want. That, it's your tragedy. So. Is that uh, I feel 
it's shocking. And some people react like that. And some people are like, oh yeah, I've known like four people have been run over. I'm like, what? Like I, it's, it's, it's not as uncommon as you would think, honestly. Yeah. But still it's like, it's still crazy. Like that's just it's crazy. You don't expect that to happen no. to you in no. your life. You know, Especially, you even don't think of it as like a high percentage thing. No. You think it of as like oh you yeah, know. and no. it's pretty much an empty parking lot. There might it be would. five cars Literally in the parking lot, parking and if it's the one I'm thinking about, it's a gigantic. It's gigantic. Yeah. Lot. yeah, and the car could have just pulled forward because there was no one in front of them. Mm-hmm. Instead, they backed up. Yeah, because okay. Joanna is small and she's bent over. Okay, I can get it. Maybe you don't. You don't yeah. see her, mm-hmm. but to me, then you like pull back forward again when you hit something that's not, and you hear a scream, and you hear a scream. I would think you'd hear a scream, but maybe she had her music up. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't, don't I know. don't know. So I mean, she was, stayed, so she, she did, did not and run. There were two guys with her, yeah. So it was female driving. Two guys. Mm-hmm. They were in like a you know four door Corolla, like, yeah, some kind Nissan of Nissan Altima, whatever, like that, some yeah. kind of family like car. Mm-hmm. And they were young in their twenties. They had yeah. not been drinking because the police checked. Yeah. So, but here I am frantically, Joanna, of course, I'm checking to make sure that she's like alive and mm-hmm. she's talking and she's on her side and we're like, okay, she's like, I don't move me. Mm-hmm. I'm in so much pain. Mm-hmm. And so the girl from the car is sitting with her. No, no, no. The girl from it? the car is screaming. Oh, was she? She was screaming. And the boyfriend was sitting with me. Okay. And he must have had, I don't know, some type of like... First, eight, something of training because you could tell he kind of just was either calm. he was very calm and he was he sat down with his feet pointed towards my head and so mm-hmm. his face and my face were close. Okay, and he was like, "Tell me your names, your kids. How many kids you have? Like, tell me this." Yeah. Like, and he was oh, like wow. very much like telling. He was okay. very like systematically like kind Perfect. of getting me to like talk about stuff. And I remember I could wiggle my toes. I was like, "Okay, I can wiggle." I told myself I can wiggle my toes. This is all going to be fine. This is all going to be fine. I'm in a lot of pain, but this is going to be okay. And she was screaming, and I was like, what is her name? I don't, I don't remember. I think Kristen or something. I don't know her name. And he says it, and I say, Kristen, get over here. <laughs> and I said, sit down. And that's when she sat down next okay. to me. And I was like, sit here. I am going to be okay. Like, it is, everything can be fixed. Like mm-hmm. it is fine, because there was we no just blood. Need, no, 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 no. Like there was you. No. You think something like that? There's going to be blood, and it's just and no. But like your face was fine, and you were yeah. talking. Kind of like when you get the the baked potato out, and you're just kind of rolling it to mush up the insides a little bit. <laughs> no, all the insides, insides got, got mushed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All got mushed up. Got good mushing. And I think I was freaking out trying to find the guys. Yeah, because I'm like. Where the but fuck the, are they? And then I don't. And they're not it, answering. Yeah, I think they didn't answer you. But then they answered the police officer. So th- someone called Pete, and it was, and he answered the phone for some reason. And they called him and was like, "Hey, your wife was hit, but was run over or something." And he's like, "What, what are you talking what? about? That is like, not no happening." Way. And he was That's, like, "Well, I got to get my tacos." And he's yeah. like, "Dude, you need to get here, yeah. you know." And, and then he did, did, and then he finally like like follow the police. Yeah. You will see the sirens. Right. There's a fire truck here. There's an ambulance here. Yeah, like, that part I don't the really. Sirens. Yeah, yes. I don't know that as much. Yeah. So yeah, they come wandering back over. They had to leave the line mm-hmm. of Taco Cabana. Yeah, they oh, didn't geez. get their tacos. No. Mm-mm. And so then, well, that's the real tragedy, isn't it? It's yeah. real. I yeah. mean, they just really so serious. Yes. So yeah, I mean, it was. 
It was a long night. It was a long because they took you night. to the hospital, it's, and yep. so it ended up the car ran over your pelvis. Yes, yes. So I had a not a crushed pelvis. I had a broken pelvis in eight places. So that was good news because a crushed pelvis would have been they would have to cut me all the way open to mm-hmm. fix the bones. So it was great. I had a um, other part is that I we go to. What's the hospital there? Um, Houston. Herman. Her- Herman. Yeah, Herman. Herman. Yeah. So went there, um, and a surgeon that was nationally renowned as the guy who started a pelvic procedure to do it laparos- like lapar- laparoscopically. Thank you, Lauren. Um, he... Moved to Houston two months prior to going. He'd lived in Oregon his whole life, and he wanted to be on a ranch. And he moved to Houston, and he was on call mm-hmm. there. Oh. I mean, and he I put can't you back be, together. And he put me back together. And it was, so I had to wait then until the morning because they have to run a lot of tests to make sure your internal organs, like most, so your bones are secondary. Like if you're ever in a tragedy, right. like your bones can be put back together, but your insides of bleeding or mm-hmm. spleens or anything like that. So, Miraculously, I broke all my ribs. Not one. I did not have a punctured lung. And you can break one rib and puncture a lung. Oh, yeah. And I, because she ran me over right over my ribs. It was like a clean like break on both sides. Yeah, you didn't know if you dropped a lung like that happened to my yeah. brother twice. So I had, I mean, the internal damage was not extensive because it was all bones. So that was great. Um, so there was a lot of good things like that we knew, and but it took a while to get the test because they had to do. Oh my god, they had to do this bladder test. It was like they back fill your bladder, which means they fill it with a catheter, but then they hold it. Oh my god! And then they have to do like scans to make mm-hmm. sure. I mean, it's like the most. I mean, torture when you have a broken. And anytime they'd move me, it was and no pain, torture. no pain they, medicine. So they they would give me some pain meds, but I had really low blood pressure, so it was very little. And because I had just had a baby, I knew shift change was coming at 7 a.m. I mm. knew at 7 a.m., whatever, it, it was going to take a while. <laughs> and so at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, I need drugs and I need them now. Because if I don't get them now, I'm not getting them it's until... like 8 or 9 Yeah, nine it's going to be 8 or 9 before I get them. And I was at it. I was freaking out. I was like, you need, you need to give me drugs. Well, they were like, well, your blood pressure isn't high enough yet. And I'm like... Oh my God, I'm going to kill someone. And I could see it because I'm in this collar because they still haven't cleared my neck for like injuries or whatever. So I'm in this collar and I could see it like barely on the, um, on the table. And I was like, Pete, just get up and just stick it in my IV. And he's like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, but you're, I'm going to make you do that. Like you have to do this. I'm going to kill you. Um, but there were, you know, uh, so my injuries were miraculous that I wasn't more injured. It was you know, amazing. It was, it was amazing. That I, mean, I, I mean, I had some major injuries, but they weren't, you know. It could have been so Oh, it could have been so much it worse. It could have been horrible. Uh, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been horrible. I mean, you're so lucky. Mm-hmm. She's so tiny. You can't see her, but she's a little tiny girl. <laughs> well, she's tinier among them. Well, no, <laughs> you're but tiny. you're not tall. Right, and no. So I think that helped. I think that I, number if one. If you had been taller, I think, yeah, yeah, the you other tire would have smashed Oh, you would have been smashed. Yeah, you would have been totally smashed up. So, I mean, I feel like I kind of fit right under that car. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yes. um, if you're going to be run over, I guess that's the way I to do it. I guess that's the way to do it. I mean, it was... It, and afterwards, uh, you know, everyone jumped into action. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had, my sister was with my girls. She stayed there. 
until you got there. Yeah, and I think we then came you back took and over. And then my mom got there, and then so I had, you know, and then my sister-in-law came down. I mean, I feel like I had so much help. Mm -hmm. Um, How long were you there at the hospital? Not long. So that happened on a Friday night. I had surgery Saturday morning. I had to, this is like way TMI, I had to take a shit because it's your pelvis, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And they're like, if you don't shit, you can't leave. And I was like... Oh yeah! Oh my God! I have to do, and it was it was the most horrendous thing in the whole world. It was worse. It was worse than giving birth because I at least had an epidural when I gave birth. I was like, my God! So I, um, so I, uh, I you did that. I did that. I did my do. I did my duty, mm-hmm. and I was allowed to leave. And so on Tuesday, I think it was, is when I was able to come home, and I had two friends in Dallas. And it was like, first of all, Micah had taken. We carpooled with you to Houston, so yes. you had drove driven driven back to Dallas. Yeah, and we I, we had no car or anything, and of course we could have rented something, but they didn't really want me to leave so much. But I had a newborn baby; I needed to get back, so I. Um, said I'm leaving. I'm because that's stable. what you do. I'm You're stable. Like, I gotta get. I gotta I got get out shit of here. to do. Yeah, this is the resilience part. Right. Yes. So I, my husband ordered a, um, ordered a wheelchair and a hospital bed to be delivered to our house before we got back. So that was in my master bedroom, ready, ready to you. go, because um, I was not able to do things. You know, I couldn't be in a regular bed. I had to have a hospital bed. Um, and. So your friends picked so you up friends and they had a mattress they, in the back yeah, of the Suburban. They took their son's mattress off their bed, of his bed, and then threw it in the back of their Suburban. And the physical therapist was like, okay, well, I'm going to show... He shut the door, mm-hmm. and he, like, to my hospital room. He was like, okay, I'm going to show you how to pick her up, Peter. But um, I did not show you how to do this. Like, this right. is not sanctioned by anyone. And he <laughs> showed me, and thank God I have a 6'2 husband and I'm 5'1". Like, yes. thank God that relationship happened because he carried me for the next four months. I mean, yeah. I he would carry me to the bathroom. He would carry me to the shower. He, he carried me emotionally and physically. I mean, he right. carried it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you guys you guys know Peter. And he's um, the joker and the life of the party and funny and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's not super good with emotions. He's not so, the big caretaker. No. Like, that's your job at the house to yeah. take care of everyone. So and this he- was um, a really big shift for us. Mm-hmm. And it was really, you know, I... I always kept looking back on it like there's always reasons why things happen and I think there was a reason that happened. I needed him to be the one to step up and like take care of the family. And he, I mean, talk about family. He had a newborn. He is sitting there every night getting up with her and, you know, doing the whole deal and then taking care of me and then giving me a shower and, you know, I mean, everything. Wow. So, um, and then for him to see all of our friends and then people we didn't know from your neighborhood dropping off food picking me I literally had random people picking me up to take me to physical therapy and I mean that was really cool anything and he he's kind of like a loner as far as just I do what I need to do to take care of myself and my family but y'all take care of yourself I'm not gonna ask for help and I'm not gonna give a whole lot of help and it changed him and it and I that's what I took away from. I was like, we took a lot of good away from what happened. Um, there's a whole lot of crap you could, you know, <laughs> even now I said, you know, a normal person, you know, I didn't, I was in a wheelchair for four months. I, I worked. You did work. I worked a lot and I shouldn't have. I mm-hmm. should have, 
you know, chilled out a little bit more. Part of that is your personality. Yeah, and I just had to do it. Had to, and I was working. You didn't want to let your team down. I had. That's part of it. You don't. You don't want. You're not that person. No, I'm. I gotta. You know, pull up your panties, like you said, mm-hmm. and just keep well, going. Says one of those characteristics of a person of, that's resilient is they identify as a survivor and not a victim. Yeah, and that's what you did. Yeah, I just you absolutely there was no, did. Yeah, there was no, well, no question. I, I there's now there were times where I can remember <laughs> sitting in my hospital bed and my husband's sitting laying in his bed, and we're both in the same room, and I would just sob. Oh, well, I would sob sure, and absolutely. sob. Sure, I have. I can't even hold my newborn baby because my all my ribs are broken. Mm-hmm. I can't go to the bathroom by myself. I can't shower. I can't do anything for my four year old. I mean, there were times where I was angry. Mm-hmm. Yes. there were times where I wanted I wanted to sue that person and I wanted to garnish her wages for the rest of her life. And I was angry and I what she took away from me and and. You like not, no one wins in that scenario, and you know my attorney definitely helped me like realize that's not the way this needs to go, and and that was great. But there was, it just you have to let it go, or what are you going to do? You're going to you know eat yourself up. Mm-hmm. And I went back to work, and I was you know I'm just back at it, and um, I couldn't drive, so I had a lot of you know lots of people driving me around, which but, was so cool because you were talking about they just like posted it on yeah, like the was, neighborhood thing, and you had strangers that were strangers. signing up to drive you, yeah. like to your doctor's appointment. I wouldn't know things. who would, I yeah. literally would not know the person coming to my house, and they would show up, and I'd be like, because this was before Uber, and this was before yeah. that. Yeah. So I the you stranger just, personal just Uber. wanted to help. <laughs> stranger who just wanted to help. It was crazy. Good. Um, so that. It was great. I mean, that part's awesome where you, you can like see humanity family. and yeah, yeah I mean, you see that and, but you do have moments of anger and you oh, have moments yeah. of being well, you upset. have to, and you I, have to feel those emotions. But I the told, opposite person lives there. Right. You didn't live there. No. And how many people do we know that would do that? That would have fallen into that mm, victim, um, victim mm-hmm. mentality and probably depression and it probably helped that you had a newborn probably. so you had to focus on okay I've got yeah. this family I've got this stuff that I have to do and I have to take care of her mm-hmm. but again but that's, that's your personality I feel like yeah I need it I had that and it was great I had it but I, I feel like that's just that's kind of, I don't know if it's an Iowa thing it's like it's just I feel like it's a bootstrap thing where you just kind of mm-hmm. like no, this is how we do it. And even now, I I joke with my husband. I'll be like, "Why didn't I like take disability? Yeah. Like, why didn't I? Why, why am I? Working? Why am I not still on disability? Right? <laughs> right. Can I? I go. People have less of an issue. They got like a twinge back in there. You know, and you they're got, on you disability. Got like yeah. cards, and I go, I, I'm like, I got like, like those big screws and all this stuff. You know, and no. I wanted to. And he goes. You know, he said to me, he goes, because we're not like that. He was like, we're, he goes, we're not, why would we do that? That's not, that's not how we, that's not how we are. And I'm like, and that's, you know, and when you talk about resiliency, that's a big word, like in parenting right now, that's a big buzzword is like, how do you raise resilient children? Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, such a focus. And it's kind of like you, you know, hopefully we're setting good examples. And if you have a sensitive kid, that's really hard. Yeah, because you 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 don't want to crush them, but you ha- they need to be able to bounce back they just and you know crush so easily. Yeah. And there's, I mean, I used to teach building assets for um, when I worked in prevention, and one of the things we taught kids to to build resiliency was building assets and you know creating boundaries in the home, um, rules that you follow, um, independence. You know, there's all sorts of mm-hmm. things that you can work with kids on to to build that resiliency factor and not be, you know, 
have your well, thumb on them all the time. You know, it's funny that you say that because like I, I sometimes wonder like, oh, where did that come from or whatever? And there were a lot of things and, you know, my, I'm from divorced families and things like that, but we always had a family mission statement. We were all on the same team. We were... Um, we had a lot of family rules on what, you know, and, and the kids had just as much say on those rules as the parents did. It was like, there was a lot of, um, power Mm -hmm. given to Mm -hmm. us as kids and we felt empowered. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that's where, I mean, just, it doesn't see, it seems like second nature to me. There's no reason to be upset. I mean, there was upset times, but there's no reason for it to live there. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to stay in that, you Mm -hmm. know? And, Mm -hmm. um, the only time that, I, it, it's it was a hard time. Micah and I even had like not a not a falling out. It was like we I couldn't I had a hard time. We couldn't time. see each other. We couldn't for a see while. each other for a while. It was, it was really too emotional. It was mm-hmm. really hard. I would have dreams in the night. You know, hearing her scream, mm-hmm. seeing the car. Yeah, you went so through it was just as really much trauma. Emotional. Yeah, it was really even. She texted me to do this, and the minute I read the text, <laughs> I started to cry. It just gets me in a different way than it does with anyone. Even with Peter, like I don't, I didn't. I don't feel like I went through it with them. I know, like, I feel like we had a, like, I can see you in that moment and it's that connection with you. And, yeah. um, but it's good to talk about it with the people. I know. That, see, you now know, you're going to make me I cry. Know. I'm <laughs> going to need the Kleenex. Yeah. Yeah, so, so how did you deal with that emotionally? Like, what was your, you As know, like did a secondary you really, person, I mean, did, yeah. you know, did you get therapy or anything like that to deal with? No, I probably should watch. have, but it's just, I think talking to, well, I don't even, did I talk about it with my friends? You, I don't you know. You called me from the hospital. I remember. Yes. yes. You, her voice yeah, was, being upset I knew immediately and crying. Mm-hmm, yeah. that something was. Um, I don't remember how I dealt with it. I probably <gasps> just cried. I probably just cried, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. just, you know, would wake <gasps> up and be upset about things and why, what is her problem? She she's upset too. <laughs> Bitsy was a victim too. Oh, she's always a victim, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's crazy. You want to know? There was a, a crazy story about that night that someone had called my my sister called my dad. Well, that was, was the so, whole phone. Oh this my was a gosh. fiasco. Yes, so it, it was, was like who called my 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 husband wouldn't call my mom. He goes, "I'm not calling your mom." I oh think I God, called yeah. Emily, and I yeah, you called Emily. I did. I called your but sister. No one would call my mom because they didn't want her to freak out Pete in hindsight it was a great thing yeah. you know because why call her in the middle of the night and go we don't know what the deal is we don't know how what the extent of the damage is but mm-hmm. this is the damage or right. this is what we know right now he waited until I could call her and when I so called she could her, hear your voice she could hear me that, mm-hmm. say hi you know whatever yeah so I went through it with her but when my sister called my dad he was so she was so upset she couldn't speak get it out and get it out mm-hmm. Oh. He had thought I died. Yeah. And for no. He hung up the phone and thought that I died. And for oh, the entire night. Oh my gosh. He oh my god. Didn't know. And finally he called the hospital to get some type of like something. He couldn't get a hold of anybody, so he called the hospital. And they were like, Oh, she's out of surgery. She's eating jello. And he's like, What the fuck? Oh my gosh. So, I mean, like, so everyone went through trauma yeah. in this. Like, every single person yeah. that's connected, they heard it in a different way or yeah. whatever. I mean, and I thank God my husband didn't freak my mom out because she would have, like, it would have, I mean, very he was very calm. calm. He was he calm, was the, whole calm time. the whole time. The whole time. I mean, he he really handled it oh, well. Yeah. He did. There, he was, did. It, there was one time where I freaked out and he, I could remember him freaking out. I, I woke up kind of out of, you know, 
I had had a, a moment where we lost a lot of blood pressure or whatever. So there was a, a freak out moment where they, they, I remember being conscious and they cut my bra off and they cut, they cut everything off and I had just gotten done I breastfeeding. Know. And I was like, I just bought that bra. Off. I know, you were so upset And I just bought that dress and they, and they cut jean my jean jacket. jacket. I was I like, she was like, they cut my jacket off. <laughs> I was like, I all the that. things. Like I was like, I was in that, mo- I yes. could just, I wasn't very awake, but I, I was aware of that happening. And then, um, then I woke up and there was a priest next to me and I'm Catholic and yes. religious. Did you and think I, you were dying? I, I freaked out. Yeah. yeah, I would have freaked out. I was yeah. like, you are not getting my last rites. Yeah. Like, I am not there yet, so you can just get the F out of my room. And I think I told that to the priest. Yeah. I think that's perfectly I acceptable. Think I think I did. To a priest. He's like, well, I'm just praying for you. And I'm like, that is fine. You can go pray somewhere, somewhere else. else. <laughs> yes. You just go do that because I was it. But, and, that, and that took a while. I mean, your healing yes, took a while. it did. And we... I think maybe our healing point was... When did we... Because we went to Italy together... That was in October. Yeah, so that, that was, was like the February. Time. Yeah, it was when in we, February. When the accident happened, happened. Mm-hmm. and you, we went to Italy, and we walked a lot, and yeah. you had those big ass pins in your. Oh, pelvis. I, I still had all my pins in. Yeah, I, I had those removed though. I don't have them. I don't have them in no, my body anymore. anymore. But I have them in drawers, and every once in a while, I'll open a drawer, and I'll be like, "Well." We Golly, there's this p- big pin here, like a big screw, <laughs> screw. like we need a, a screw. picture of these screws. Oh, for they're that. like really oh, big. They're really there's like two eight inchers, yeah. a six big inch, titanium. Yeah. Like yeah, and my husband's you know into carpentry and manly, manly stuff, <laughs> well, and he was like talking to the guy about those. them. What kind of bit did you use? And <laughs> whatever, and I'm like. Maybe you should make those into something that I don't you're going to even like. Some big earrings. <laughs> well, those would be heavy. <laughs> when we were heavy. But I, I do remember when we were on, at the, on the boat, and it was like, was it just like the summer after your accident? Probably. When, I had What month was it? It was in February, so it would have okay. been that summer. Yeah. I remember you couldn't get in the water. But you were oh. on the back of the boat, and you were and you were like kind of twerking, dancing yeah. a little bit, and we were like, "My gosh, look at her!" Yeah, yeah I definitely like twerking. Yeah. There was not a lot of jumping, no, or no, moving. But, but she I was, mean, yeah, we, you I were was, jamming yeah, a little bit I on the jammed. boat. Yeah, I, I never <laughs> lost my like. I I wanted to still <laughs> be myself. Yeah, nope. I wanted. I was striving even if to there be was best. pain or hydrocodone involved. Right. <laughs> if I had some hydrocodone, shake that bottle. I think we were on the airplane, and I remember Joanna was sitting a few. Seats up for me, and she look turn around, look at me, and shake that bottle of <laughs> Well, and at that time, like sitting was really difficult. Oh, oh and in the plane. So, oh, I just I couldn't sit for very long or hardly at all, and so I had this little blow up donut, donut with yeah. me, and so everywhere I went, and you know, you're going in Italy, you're going to these little places, and they don't have. I can't sit. On, I can still not to this day sit on something hard. It's very difficult yeah. for me. Something yeah. And so it's funny. Like my husband would be like, "Can I blow your thing up?" And finally, I was like, "Blow it up." <laughs> I have one of those, but it's for a different reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that. So, blow it up. Blow it up. It's oh, fine. I know. Look, we made it through this episode, we, and we didn't really cry. I know, I've got yeah, some I tears felt, in my I feel eyes. Very sweaty. Yeah, I'm. I'm but, a little balmy. Yeah, I mean but, it's. It's been seven years. I, it has been seven years, and it's the group of people you surround yourself to because everybody kind of just you had so much help, so much people, help. Yeah, really. Were and cheering it's beyond you. that too. It's like the help when you're in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and that help is evident. But then it's just the emotional the help, mills, you know. And, well, well, and Peter. I think the people that Peter his work was um, really great mm-hmm. too. And everyone was. So. I mean, there was everyone came out of the woodwork. I had house cleaners. I had mm-hmm. chefs at my house. Yeah. I had it all. 
So I really, um, I was, you know, hell, I might get run over again. I'm just chefing. Knock on wood. Hey. Knock on wood. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. This is your second time. Oh, well, oh, the so, first time. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to tell that one because. Okay, quick, I quick, mean, quick, quick, because I'm quick, sure yeah. that you're okay. So the first time I had, baby number one, I was uh, on maternity leave and at my house and it was the day, the Friday before I was going back to work on Monday and I went to go, I was done feeding her. I think I was, I was breastfeeding her or whatever. And I didn't put her in her bouncy seat, which I would have normally done right away. And I didn't. And I was holding her on the couch and a car drove through my house. Oh my and God. yes, Lauren's <laughs> face is like blowing yeah, up. Fuck? Yeah. Yes. So uh, like these through three, front door. through the front, no, like through the fire, like through yeah. the front of the house. Yeah. And they, um, during the middle they, of the day, middle, middle of the day. day, they skipped school to go joyriding and drinking. Well, some people were following them because they were so erratically driving and they had already called 911. So people like 911 was there really quickly because it was like, they had already They're called them. They were on their way. And um and yeah, so they drove through the house and then they hit the fireplace, which was a gas line. So then I mean it was like oh a it was a whole deal. <laughs> oh my god. A whole gosh. deal. And the fact that I had not put her in her seat, I mean it was like, oh my like the fact they like drove oh over gosh. all the baby stuff. Like, I just it was don't insane. know if I feel That's safe being around. I know you. I, well, I said I don't have another baby. Don't have any more babies. No, no babies. I Joanna, cannot survive. That wasn't even the story I was thinking what? of. I was thinking about the moped. Oh, I did. That's that's a different yes. She got hit by a car. That actually yes. was yeah. That's so, the first one. I was on a moped when I was well, fourteen, because I fourteen or fifteen, because I wasn't driving. I was only old enough to drive a moped. And I a a, a, a garbage truck didn't stop at a stop sign and went through the intersection and I laid my moped down and slid underneath between the two wheels. Oh my God. And then the guy got out and he was freaked out and I was yeah. only about a couple, I was a couple blocks from home and I just was like, I guess I'll take my moped home and I just cried and walked at home. Oh my God. <laughs> but I mean, but again, fuck, how does that happen? It's not know. like Duke's I a hat. I have a scar on my neck. Where you like that. slide under or over a car <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And it doesn't matter if someone's in a house with you. They're just not safe no. near you. So. Well, no one else has ever gotten okay, hurt Okay, so that's three. So that's you're three. done. So done. You're done. Right. You're done. That has no to be No more car done. incidents. Three times is done. No, Maybe it's safest to be right next to yeah. you because then like if there oh, is a rampant car it's right. gonna hit you and not me well, what are the chances of getting run over again I guess twice was <sighs> oh, how many times do you need before you're like this yeah. is a problem you've well, got a trend three is a trend yeah. So, yeah. Right. so Peter said well if it had been me the car would have like stopped uh, yeah. you know but you're so tiny the car's like boop 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 speed bump well okay Lesson learned, Pete. Don't be ten blocks ahead of don't us at the tacos. tacos. At the taco place, don't leave your wife like, for tacos. Yeah, <laughs> don't be leave your walking wife. in the parking lot with us. That needs please. to be a hat. Yeah, don't leave. Don't your leave your wife, wife for tacos. tacos. I don't know. That might be the only thing worth leaving your life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean for real. But. Well, it's about forty minutes. Oh, in, oh yeah. my gosh! Thank you, ladies, for having me. This was, it well, was therapeutic to talk stressful, to you about this. And we made it through. We didn't we did. cry. Oh, I did. And I apologize for my wincing while you're telling me the gruesome details. I was kind of like I get. Super. It's heavy. Oh my god! No, I get like real queasy about about all that stuff. Well, oh, you should have been there. Yeah, I, I it was. Uh, it yeah. wasn't fun. It wasn't good. Talk about queasy. I think you got to have resilient people around you too. Yes. You know, if you have yeah. people that are going to talk you, with yeah. the, or well, the people that cry and then they make it all about them yeah. and oh, you no, know. know, in an emergency, I'm people. different. Like in an emergency, like. It's yeah, about you. All You're first day, yeah. You pull right, that yeah, up when you, like, when you need yeah. to use it. It's yeah. everyone reacts, you know, differently but, than what they think. You know, even 
But if, if my help mm. is not crucial, I'm like, <laughs> okay. Well, so, it's right. inter- so I was reading, I was looking at my mom, you know, Nana Red's list oh, of yeah. I Believe today. And it's interesting because one of hers was, I believe my life has been spared two times for specific reasons. And she listed me and my brother. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, same for Maybe same. your life has been spared for your two beautiful girls. Yeah. Well. So. That'll make you cry. Well, we'll end with that. We'll, okay. cheer, we'll cheers, cheers out to cheers. Being resilient. Drink up and be somebody. Drink up and be someone. <laughs>